So I wanted to introduce you today to uh, a woman who is the definition of <laughs> engaged and vibrant and, boy, socially networked so much that I believe if you're with her, she'll you're out and about, she will know somebody along the way. <laughs> do you get that a lot? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know everybody. Yeah. So yeah. this is Vicki Lane. And Vicki is a graphic artist at Syracuse University and a book designer. She's been there for... Um, 31 years, but more interestingly, she is a skier, a snowboarder, and a New York State licensed fly fishing guide. Hi, Vicki. Hi. <laughs> Thanks so much for agreeing to come on Zestful Aging. Oh, I'm so glad to be able to do this. So, um, you know, when I was thinking of having you on, and we talked about this earlier, I was just thinking, you are like the prototype <laughs> of a woman who is, has vitality, who is engaged, and you have a social network that I think some politicians would be envious of. So, I, you know, this is a show about aging well and the triumphs and also the challenges. I'm just wondering what it's been like for you. Maybe if you want to start with you know, some of your philosophies about being a grown woman and being of a certain age? Well, I think for me, a lot of uh, where I find happiness and fulfillment is the, the activities that I like to do. And I just have sort of come by them naturally. My, my dad was a fisherman and I fished as a little kid. And then um, probably in my th early 30s, I was introduced to fly fishing and I really just loved it and continued to love doing it and teaching it and just being involved in a lot of areas around fly fishing. So um, it's, uh, it's a passion of mine and I really, um, <clears throat> like I said, get a lot of fulfillment from that as well as um, my artwork and uh, snow sports. Um, I just, I think it's, it's been important for me to have those things and activities that I love doing to keep me motivated and excited about life in general, I guess. Yeah, you know, um, uh, I know what fly fishing is because my son does it, but some people uh, aren't really quite sure what the difference of fly fishing and what we might mm -hmm. call regular fishing. Could you just give a little brief explanation of what fly fishing is and why it might be interesting to you. Okay, so, <clears throat> excuse me, the main difference between fly fishing and regular or traditional fishing is that you're using an artificial bug that would typically be flying around in the air and landing on the top of the surface of the water. And the flies are virtually weightless, so... It's really the weight of the line that is on a fly rod that carries the fly out onto the water as opposed to a very heavy lure that you might use with regular fishing. And the other part, the other thing that I really like about it is that typically the fish don't swallow the fly. They just catch it on their lip. So it's it's much more humane, if that's a word that you can apply to fish, but mm -hmm. um, it doesn't rip their well innards out you know it's um, more gentle yes, maybe definitely more gentle and 
It's it's a different type of casting that you do. It's very artful looking and it's um, somewhat athletic. You know, it's uh, what if, the big thing too is that fly fishing takes you to beautiful places. There's beautiful rivers all over the country and all over the world, and you can fly fish in the ocean. It's it's really um, anywhere you go, you can go, you can do fly fishing. I've heard some people describe it almost as a meditation. It definitely is. It has um, that <clears throat> sort of communing with nature aspect to it because you have to. There's there are a lot of variables that you kind of have to study before you're actually going out and fishing and once you do get in the river it's it's pretty quiet you need a quite a bit of space around you to do it and like I said you're you're in beautiful bodies of water and it's typically pretty quiet and you know you can just sort of go at your own pace and you can go for as long or as you know short of a time as you want um it's uh it's very therapeutic I guess I would mm-hmm. say to describe it And, you know, one of the things that I think of, um, you know, in terms of what you do so well, if we look at the aging uh, research with socially uh, uh, being having a very rich social life, it sounds like or I'm guessing you have met a lot of people through your fly fishing and your guiding. Oh, definitely. Um, I've been involved with a group called Casting for Recovery for 15 plus years and that is a group that teaches fly fishing to breast cancer survivors and it's a Friday to Sunday um, weekend retreat we call them uh, that I do uh, once a year now I used to do more every season but um, it's very fulfilling because we teach breast cancer survivors of course the the art and sport of fly fishing and it's it's just very rewarding and it's um, sharing a passion of mine with, with um, some women that can certainly use um, a gentle, quiet activity. And it's, it's perfect for a lot of the secondary effects of uh, breast cancer. I see. Yeah, that's, that sounds really unique and, and very beautiful. And again, hitting on, you know, another element of really healthy aging, which is volunteering and what's called generativity, which just really means, um, you know, kind of paying it forward, that um, you may not even see the results of, um, you know, these experiences for these women, but you're giving of yourself, and um, that is really, in, in the research across the board, that is so important in feeling satisfied and well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is for me. It has been. Um, and I, once in a while, I do run into past participants in the program. And, you know, most of the time they're not still fly fishing, but they talk about that weekend, like, you know, as one of their most fondest memories of their whole experience with breast cancer. And, you know, they were so glad they did it. And they told all their friends, you know, so it's, it's rewarding in a lot of different ways. And I do have a lot of friends that I have met through the teaching part of it that I know from all over the country that I can now go fish with if I want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a, oh, that's, nice it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're mm-hmm. sort of a member of a fairly, um, 
unique group, yes. I would think. Mm -hmm. Women fly fisher oh, yes. people. It's, it's not a very big group. It, uh, it's definitely <laughs> unique and it's, it brings together a lot of women that might not necessarily be friends otherwise, but over the fly fishing, we are friends and we're all connected that way. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it sounds like you, this is who you've been, that it's not necessarily, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not necessarily that, you know, you raised your daughter and then you said, I need to get some interesting stuff going. It sounds like this is who you've been through your life. Is yes, that fair is. to say? Yes, it definitely is. And people say, oh my gosh, all those things that you do are so cool. But I just sort of came by them naturally. You know, it wasn't like you said, I, I didn't set out to say, okay, what is, what's going to be a really fun thing for me to do? You know, mm -hmm. I, I was around a lot of people that fished as a kid. My parents had a place on at Chisco Lake um, up near Skinny Atlas and um, then my ex-husband was a big fisher and, and, you know, I skied as a kid. So that sort of is something that I've kept up through my whole life because I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was things, important but, yeah, to you. Yeah. So, you know, some, one, one of the things we talk about on this podcast is raising your kids and having mm -hmm. to sometimes put aside mm -hmm. your passions, your interests, for being a mom and I'm wondering how you negotiated that when you were raising your daughter. So, um, it wasn't really an issue because she did all of those same fun things. You know, she, she ski raced as a kid because my ex worked at a ski area and that's just what we were doing on weekends in the winter every year, you know, for years. And then the same with the fishing. So I didn't really have to work around, um, you know, her, her schedule or, um, taking her here and there. I mean, she did do some sports and stuff, which were mm -hmm. great. She played lacrosse and stuff at Lafayette, but, um, it wasn't like I had to really, uh, deprive myself put, of any of the fun put things. Put aside, you, right. you kind of brought her into exactly. your world. Yes, exactly. And she loved it, you know, and she still loves all of those things. So, um, and I remember once I was going with a bunch of other women that were instructors with Casting for Recovery. We were going out to Montana. This had to have been 10 years ago. And in one of the airports, I don't know if it was Chicago or whatever, I, I struck up a conversation at lunch with these older women, you know, three or four of them. And they were going hiking out in the Rockies or something. And I told them then what, what I was doing. And I said, you know, I... I love this. I'm so excited to go with my girlfriends. I said, but I'm going to miss my daughter and my husband, you know? And they said, well, you know what? Your daughter is going to be so, she's going to have this to know that you did, you know, that you did something on your own that you loved and with your girlfriends and she'll mm -hmm. be inspired by that. And I was mm -hmm. like, wow, that's an interesting way to, you know, mm -hmm. look at it. So, I mean, I wasn't gone for a month. It was only a week. You know? Yeah. But, but right, modeling, she, this is yeah. what women do. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and you can do all the fun things that you want and just, you know, make it happen and have fun with it. <laughs> so you, it sounds like it was a priority for you to continue doing things that really make you happy, even as a mom, right. that you brought her into that world. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'm sure you couldn't do it exactly, exactly. the way right. you used right. to. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we used to go to... um North Carolina to Cape Hatteras to go windsurfing. And then when, when Kara was, you know, got old enough to have to, you know, be doing all kinds of activities and she was in you know, first grade, we stopped doing that. But it was, mm -hmm. you know, that was, um, you know, we knew that was going to eventually happen, but 
that's kind of one of the sports we've given up, but I, yeah, I'd still love to keep up with that as someday pick it back up again if I can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it sounds so. like being outside is really part of the, the theme oh, here. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Even though you're an upstate New York yeah. woman. Yeah. And that's another thing, being an upstate, you kind of have to do something in the winter. You know, <laughs> I'm just not happy to sit and watch TV or football. Games yeah. Or, you know, you got to get outside. Yeah. 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 Um, what about challenges of aging for you? Well, of late, I've had some health things come up that I just am, you know, a little like, wow, this is not good. And I guess what, I'm going to be retiring in five years. You know, so the, the, the sort of milestones that you hit are like a little bit of a wake-up call. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I really mm-hmm. I want to start doing some of the things that I haven't done that I have wanted to do, like traveling and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um as far as uh, other the health stuff is felt, yeah, that, yeah. that's just to me. I'm looking at it as a bump in the road. I can't get too freaked out over it because I, um, it's just not going to help anything if I um, start to get all stressed out. But I do know that I have to get back into either yoga or some type of a workout because I just, you know, from sort of life, <laughs> life uh, things that have come up with doing some side work and stuff, some, some freelance work. I just, I haven't had time. Um, but I know I can make time because it's, it's an important thing for me right now to sort of overcome this health issue I have. So, um, I just have to nail, you know, buckle down and get back. There's a gym right near my office, so there's no excuse. Yeah. And I have a, a lovely cousin who's a yoga instructor who I love. So, you know, it's just making the time, getting Putting back, it getting in to, there. Yeah. 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 yeah, I can see that. So for women who are listening, who are maybe, you know, um, sort of approaching their 50s or, you know, or even not even the age thing so much, but starting to think about, okay, what now my, my kids out of the house, they're grown. Um, and they really haven't done what you've done in, in, in the way you've kind of brought it all, you know, through your life. There wasn't a, an, an interruption. And they're asking themselves, you know, okay, I'm not a full-time mom. I may or may not be a full-time partner to someone. Right. I may or may not be retiring. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure where to start. How do I start figuring out what's going to be satisfying what is going to make me you know feel like the way you describe so mm-hmm. uh sense of meaning and uh, do you have any advice for women who are trying to figure it out well i i would say to just look into um some social media um resources that i have used are like um, meetup.com mm-hmm. which is um, a website where you can go and um get into groups of people that will like go hiking or they'll go kayaking or whatever it is. They'll go to bars on a Friday night. You know, it's, it's all sorts of fun activities and you can just sort of, you know, go to these different meetups that they call them and, mm-hmm. you know, see what floats your boat, so to speak. <laughs> um, or even there's, I'm sure there's a registry of volunteer um, organizations that you could get involved with because um, I found that just to be a really great way to, to network and meet people and, and help others, of course, which is the main idea, which is so fulfilling, you know, um, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I've, I've had my experience with casting Corey Carver that's just been um, such a rewarding experience mm-hmm. for me. It's, it just um, makes me feel good. You know? Yeah. Um, is there anything about it that is also difficult, mm-hmm. I wonder? You're with um, breast cancer. Are they yes, are they also yeah. currently under treatment, or are they finished no, their they, treatment? They're they're mostly um, finished with their treatments, and they have to have a medical re- release from their doctor that they're healthy enough to participate. Mm-hmm. But there are, definitely are some um, some issues that are mostly uh, related to whether or not they have a support system around them, and just you know, family challenges that they've gone through by the fact that they've had breast cancer and things like that. So you just sort of learn how to um, not really deal with those because you're not sort of helping them or counseling them, but you just, you you figure out a way to just sort of listen to what they're saying and, and try to, um, you know, make help them have a really fun time regardless of those things. And not to, you know, poo-poo them or disregard them, but um, to make them know that there are some fun things out there that you can do when you can, you know, sort of pull, pull yourself away from those harder things, those harder situations. Um, and I'm thinking as a therapist, <laughs> the power of being in a group with other people you know, there is nothing, there is nothing like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we know that, you know, you can do individual psychotherapy, but sometimes the group has the power yes. that, Definitely. yeah. Yes. So you're also giving them, you know, what what we might call just room and space to be together and to do something that is beautiful challenging but not like you know you're not giving them a grade and saying right, you know exactly. well you're yes. not you know you only right. get an 85 yeah, right. and you're fly fishing like yeah yeah and it's so fun because at the end we have like a little um graduation ceremony and give them oh. certificates and a little goodie bag you know with some flies in it and they just love it they, you yeah know, it's um really special and I've met so many great women through the participants and, and some that were participants and then went on to become um, either instructors or the medical, um, you know, person on the retreats. Oh, so it's, wow. yeah, it's been really interesting that way. How can people find uh, that? Can you give, um, I'll, I'll put a link up, but what, okay. what, what can they search for it's, that? Uh, the website is castingforrecovery.org. Mm-hmm. So it's all of those words a lowercase and um, you can go on there and it talks about the, what the mission is, um, how to, if you'd like to donate. And then there's um, of course a section that tells about all the upcoming retreats. Mm-hmm. When's the so, next one? The, there's uh, one from, uh, I think it's March 28th, the 29th at the Tellwater Lodge in Pulaski. Mm-hmm. And it's completely free for the participants. Wow. And this yep. is Pulaski, New York, yes. which is on the Salmon River. Yes. Mm-hmm. I see. A yeah. famous place, yes. right, oh, for fishing. A destination spot. And yeah. the, the lodging is lovely. All your meals are wow. there, you know, taken care of. And that so is it's, beautiful. Yeah, it's from Friday at 4, I think, the participants arrive. And we wrap up on Sunday afternoon at, like, 1 or 2. And yeah. you're doing your own um, retreat. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, it's um, it's an uh, instructional weekend for any women, and it's mm-hmm. uh, also on the Salmon River, and it's called the Steelhead Lodge, mm-hmm. and that one's in April, so that's 
um, I think April 27th to 29th as well. And I think that one is like $300 plus, but it's all your meals and all the instruction. Oh, wow. Equipment. And that's a, that's a deal. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a cute little place. It's no frills, but it's just really fun. And women come from all of the Northeast really to come to that. They because, do. Yeah. Where so. can they reach you if, where can our listeners reach you if you, uh, they would like to learn more about your retreats? Is it best to email you? Yeah, so they can email me at victorialn63 at gmail.com. Okay, and I'll put that in the notes. Okay. Um, any last <laughs> things you want to add just in terms of um, sort of being now a mature woman and sort of looking back on your life and what you've been proud of, what's been a triumph and what, you know, you still sort of navigating any last thoughts? Mm, well, I, I guess I'm very proud of my beautiful daughter who's 26 years old and um, thriving on her own. Uh, and I think a lot of the books that I've designed over the years at the press where I work um, are definitely a rewarding uh, part of my my adult life and career. Um, yeah. As I might have mentioned, I would like to travel more. So that's something that I um, I'm looking forward to as not necessarily waiting for retirement, but you know, in these next few years, I want to definitely do some traveling and go mm. fishing and skiing in different beautiful places. So. Where in particular, what's um, on your short list? Well, I'd like to go to Belize to go fishing. In Ooh, the ocean. And, and those are, tell me about the kind of fish that are in Belize. Oh, those are um, striper. Well, they're stripers and bonefish, oh. which is like a very um, tough fish to catch because the waters are so clear and they're very shallow and you have to just be able to hone right in on them. And it's, it's definitely a skill. And they can see you, right? Yes. So, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So they yes. they're yep. avoiding that. Yes. Yep. But mm. it's it's just something that I wanted to do for a long time, and maybe Mexico, Belize, I don't know. Um, and then skiing, um, I'd love to go to Italy, you know. Uh, mm. And that's that is actually my big uh, number one place to to visit is Italy because. And, you know, I want to see all the artwork and the beautiful architecture and everything and the food, of course. It combines so, a lot of your yes, loves, exactly. the Alps, yes. the... Uh, yeah, awesome fishing there. Awesome yeah. fishing, yeah. beautiful mm -hmm. art, delicious yeah. food. The whole yeah. aesthetic yeah. is like power-packed. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Italy. People say, you're Irish, don't you want to go to Ireland? It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's beautiful, I'm sure. But, you know, it'll, nothing like italy and france and you know just some other european countries so yeah yeah, yeah. well thanks so much oh, for sharing you. your yeah. your story there's so much there's so much to take away here i think for people listening and um you're definitely sort of going to your own drummer yeah, you know i definitely do and i always have and uh i think i don't know maybe people appreciate me for that you know they know that i'm not you know <laughs> pigeonholed or whatever but um if I could just say one last thing, too, is that find something that you love to do, you know, whatever yeah. it is. And I think that will help you through um, your twilight years or whatever, you know, um, that you're that you're still engaged and that you're doing something that you really like. And I think for me, that's been a way to, to take the um, focus off of the fact that I guess when I'm 60 years old, <laughs> you know, but I, I, could, I still want to do and love to do all these things. So I'm going to just keep doing to like, yeah. 
can't do them anymore. Yeah, so. yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. That is so beautiful. Mm, Thank sure. you so much. This awesome. is Vicki Lane. And um, all of these links will be in the show notes so you can find her. And I would highly recommend you taking a fly fishing class with her. She's a phenomenal teacher and it will be a great experience. So signing off for this week, Nicole Christina, have a healthy and, and um, happy week and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us on Zestful Aging. Please comment, rate me on iTunes, like and share. I love to hear from my listeners. Send me an email at NicoleChristina.com and tell me what you'd like to hear more about. Want more zest? Head over to NicoleChristina.com forward slash Zestful Aging where you can find out about my online course, Zestful Aging, Simple and Sustainable Habits for Health and Longevity. See you next time for another episode of Zestful Aging.